Log Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. It's uh, 11.30 on the West Coast, 2.30 on the East Coast, and I am your host, Rick, and you're listening to the Caller Prep Board radio show on Blog Talk Radio, and it's uh, Wednesday, April 14th, and we decided to do the show about um, five hours later than we normally would do it because I, I'm i always up early, so I figured I could get up early and, and do the show, but... I may have missed a lot of listeners and people calling in because I'm just an early bird. This ex-military guy um, used to getting up at 4.30, you know, 4 o'clock every single day, including Sunday. So I decided to push the show back about five hours just to see if we could get some additional callers. And And for those who are listening to the show for the first time, you may see it pop up. Caller Prep Board. That was that. This is a show that I started uh, because, and I'll, first I'll talk about the name. There's this Hispanic guy here in California, and that's where I'm located, uh, somewhere between San Francisco and Lake Tahoe, California, a county called Sacramento County, County, a county Sacramento. And I'm, you know what? I've, I've had a uh, like a what is it called Red Bull, so I'll try to make sure that I keep my communication. With the flow, this Red Bull is kicking in. So I started the prep show based on this Hispanic guy that I met who used to call into this talk show. And he used to have this thing called, here's what's on the caller prep board. Now, I couldn't use it. I couldn't use the caller prep for what he was talking about. But I decided, let's do a blog talk radio show to let small business owners call in. And when I say small business owners, I mean attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, restaurant owners, boutique shop, hairstylists, estheticians, plumbers, uh, let's see, HVAC company owners, roofers, medical groups, CEOs, home builders, call in and ask questions related to their businesses with regard to sales. And specifically, the front-end sales pieces, not the back-end piece where you're trying to sell someone a legal service or you're trying to get that person to be a client in your dental office. That's really not the front-end piece. That's the back-end piece. The front-end piece is more so the five sales activities, which we specialize at my company, 321BizDev LLC. And you can find us on the web at 321bizdev.com. The five front-end sales pieces are contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. And the fifth one, which we added on two years ago because we found so many people and so many small business owners were missing out on zero-cost referrals. Just imagine that. You just finished… Servicing a client, providing your product, good, or service, and you have this excellent opportunity to get a zero-cost referral, meaning that person can say, Dr. Maria, I have five people that would definitely benefit from your services, and uh, for some reason you didn't ask, and there's a lot of reasons why you may not ask, so we cover how to set your business up. 
to be able to ask or at least have those referrals coming to you in a fleet in a free-flowing fashion so our telephone number if you want to call in and just ask a question we'll give you six I'll give you 60 seconds to answer that question and if you want more in-depth training more in-depth uh, want to have a more in-depth conversation about your business and again attorneys to plumbers you know dentists to hairstylists call in and ask that front end sales question the number is 515-605-9732 and hey I know I'm gonna have some prank phone callers come in call in and that's okay I can listen to you then I can immediately cut you off so if you want to you know spend that 10 seconds <laughs> go ahead I know this is a free speech as they call it so but if you have a serious front-end sales question please call in 515-605-9732 today's uh, blog talk radio caller prep board show is about prospecting and prospecting is the second of the five front-end sales activities uh, two days ago I did a show about contacting and today's blog talk radio show is about prospecting and prospecting is, is, is it's very uh, it's, it's not a complex subject it seems complex because people don't have the training on it and what they typically do people who are thinking about prospecting the majority of people will say well no I'm not going to do it because that's that's a scary subject. Talk to someone about being your next client. That's a that's a scary subject. And to me, it's kind of uh, and I understand what the dilemma is. Trust me. So I'm not I'm not picking on people or making fun of people who do not do it because I know I've been there. I used to be a, a vice president of a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles in the health insurance sales industry, where I used to you know call. Uh, small business owners and large business owners throughout California and in Washington and in Oregon and in Arizona and we used to talk to them about you know using our company over the other you know health insurance company so I know what it feels like to even think about calling someone about your product or service or meeting with someone or seeing someone in a face-to-face -face setting to talk to them about your product or service I know what that feeling is like but I'm here to tell you there's a way to get over that feeling it's not as tough as it appears to be uh, mechanically it's not tough at all the part that is tough is the psychological part and we help small business owners do that we help them overcome that psychological part because you got to think about it. If your product or service, let's say you're on the high end side, the attorney, the dentist, you know, offering dental implants, or a plastic surgeon doing a uh, Brazilian butt lift, or an insurance broker, and you need to talk to someone who wants to roll over, you know, hundred thousand dollars. There's a tendency of not wanting to do it because this thing pops up in your mind that. You know, there's there's an opportunity for them to say no to you. And I know, trust me, I know what that feeling is like. I know. I know what you're – you could be the smartest attorney graduating from the best law school 
in America and you have this, this problem. See, education, certification, experience in your industry does not remove the obstacle of not being able to prospect in public uh, nor on the phone. So there's a way to get over it. But prospecting um, is a very important area of running your business and finding new clients because that's the part, that's the second part of the front of the five front end sales activities to move a person from the beginning of your sales pipeline to the end of your sales pipeline, which is getting the zero cost referrals. And I will repeat the five front end sales activities again. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, closing, and getting those zero cost referrals. I was on the phone today with a lady that owns a boutique shop in Augusta, Georgia, and uh, she's going to be a client, so uh, stay tuned to hear um, from this client, uh, this new client, Sunshine is her name, used to live in Hawaii, now lives in Georgia, and I just did a, a podcast interview on my other podcast platforms, which 321 Biz Development, and that's the podcast platforms. It's, I mean, the podcast show, it's on 18 different podcast platforms. All the big names, plus some smaller names that you may not be aware of. But I just added a client, an insurance broker in California that's licensed in five states, and he's going to be a client. I do have an attorney client in Los Angeles, or an attorney prospect, I should say, that I'm going to do a podcast episode for. And then over the next couple of days, I'm doing a, a podcast interview with a new client, a CPA out of, uh, out of Florida, in the Sarasota, Florida area. So look out for that podcast interview. Again, you can find uh, probably up to 400 podcast episodes on topics of business, interviews, and a, a variety of, of subjects talking about selling at 321 Biz Dev, uh, I'm sorry, 321 Biz Development. So again, if you want, to, if you have a question to talk about, if you have a question to ask about a front end sales activity, even if you are a hairstylist, even even if you own a restaurant, the number is five one five six zero five nine seven three two. And uh, see, so let's see. Before I was into this selling thing, I was a military veteran served for 12 years. Then I was a San Francisco club DJ at one of the, uh, I would say, the most influential nightclubs, uh, clubs in San Francisco, where a lot of professional athletes uh, patronized, and every now and then a politician would come through. So I was a club DJ for about two years, and then after that, while studying for an economics degree, I worked in corporate America as an operations manager, then got the serious bug to work in sales. Very interesting story. I'll tell you that story on a future broadcast and ended up being the uh, sales manager and had a chance to be a vice president for a few months while they were searching for a replacement because one of the uh, vice presidents quit. So I ended up supporting a lot of Southern California sales and then ended up doing Northern California and Southern California, which led me to uh, start 
supporting sales activities in multiple states. And uh, and I didn't originally I didn't originally want to be in sales, but I just saw something that just caught my eye. So let's talk about some prospecting uh, conversations. Now I know there are there are people out there right now. They're saying I'm tired of these doggone shows about topics and and, and, and prospecting and, and sales fundamentals. Damn it! Just show me how to get the money. That's what a lot of people are saying. They're saying, stop this nonsense about all these peripheral topics and, and all these rah-rah motivational uh, themes and, and podcasts and, and, and posts. Just show me how to get the money, Rick. That's what I really want to know. Well, I'll tell you what. That's not going to happen because anything that you want to be good at, there is always a system where it's going to show you how to be successful. If you take a successful athlete, let's say LeBron James. If you like LeBron James, uh, he is a very successful a athlete. He didn't start being successful when he worked, when he uh, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. His success started when he was like six or eight years old. He started playing basketball, and he figured he was a little bigger than most people, a little taller than most people. So from six or eight years old, 10 years old, 14 years old, he mastered his game. He mastered the way he played. So in other words, success comes from mastering a system. I don't care what it is. And typically the system, uh, you know, you can say, you know, for LeBron James, it's how to shoot the basketball. But I would also add that the system is a psychological system where he had to be motivated to go out there and practice. Uh, he had to see something in front of him to uh, make him want to go out to the court and play. Because, you know, you can say you want to be successful about something, but if you don't put in the effort that it takes to master your craft, you can be the most educated person in the world. If you don't know how to relate to customers, if you don't know how to um, connect with people to influence them in a professional way, then I don't care. You, know, you, can, to, you can go to the top school in the country, Stanford, USA, I mean UCLA, Yale, Harvard, Boston College, Georgia Tech, University of Florida, you know, University of, Was of Washington. You can go to any top university, Columbia, if you don't know how to deal with the people, then what you may end up with is a big student loan. So for people who are thinking, I just want to hear how to get the money. Sorry, doesn't work that way. So the first step in engaging someone or a company is prospecting. And prospecting is one of those things where you have to have uh, I call it 10 seconds of boldness to either introduce yourself you know, in face-to-face -face settings or pick up the phone and make that first call. You have to make the first call. You know, and what you're doing when you prospect, you're trying to find out if there's a fit between this person that you're speaking with, either in person or on the phone. You're trying to see if there's a fit 
between that person and your product, good, or service. That's essentially you know, all it is. Now, the steps in prospecting, I mean, you're not going to go up to someone and say, hey, I'm a real estate agent, and are you looking to buy a house? Now, there is a 7% chance, even if you do something that simplistic, 7% of the people that you talk to will say yes. That means 93% of the people you talk to using that same simplistic you know, method I just described, that example, they are going to say no because something is missing in your prospecting uh, routine. Okay, So even if you're the worst person prospecting, you're still going to be successful. Now, be, albeit you're going to have to, you're going to have to talk to a lot of people. If you have a, a, a very simple, and I want to call it unprofessional, uh, I'm also going to add to that. You don't really care about the person at first glance. At first glance, the person's going to say, "This person, this real estate agent, only wants my money," because that's the first thing that came out of his or her mouth, which is. Are you looking to buy or sell a home? If that's the first thing that you're saying as a real estate agent or broker, or if you're a broker and that's the first things agents are saying, then you're going to have to talk to a whole bunch of people, probably you know 50 to 100 people using that very simplistic approach of prospecting. Now, if you add a little more to it in which we help people understand with the 321 uh, sales system, your number out of 100 people that you talk to, that number may increase to 20 out of, out of 100 because, face it, not everyone is looking to buy a house all the time, but there are people buying homes. So um, that essentially, that's what prospecting is. It's a – I like to say it's a, it's a professional way of finding out if someone wants to buy your product or service, and the key word is a systematic and professional. So the key words, systematic and professional. System meaning there is a predictable outcome. You know, if a person, and I'm not going to use real estate because that's really a tough one, but if, if you know, maybe if, it's, if you're talking about dental, if you're talking about legal, if you are a hairstylist, what you want is a systematic, predictable way of ensuring that if you talk to X number of people, a percentage of X number of people will say yes. Again, if you have a call, I mean, again, if you have a question, I should say, that's that Red Bull kicking in. If you have a question about a front-end sales activity, the number is 515-605-9732. Three, two. So why is prospecting in public or, or over the phone so great? Because it's efficient. Okay, so there's like all these other ways you can prospect. You can get on the radio and spend $5,000 You know, talking about your heating and air business. You can be an injury, uh, personal injury attorney and be up and down you know, L.A. freeways and – I know this one attorney. I don't know him personally, but his billboard seems like it was every five miles on the 605 freeway in East L.A. And uh, 
You know, I'm not sure if that's working or not, but I'm almost sure that's very expensive. <coughs> Another way, reason why prospecting is, is great because it's highly productive. If you say to yourself, I want to communicate with 50 people per day, it's easy to prospect 50 people per day on the phone. You probably can do 50 people in two or three days in face-to-face -face settings. So it's highly productive. It's not like putting your information on Facebook and hoping that uh, someone sees your post and they say, oh gosh, yes, I, I do need insurance. And uh, you never know who's seeing your post. So in other words, that's not a predictable way of doing business where you never know the number. So what I'm really talking about is production and ratios. So how do you know your social media post is productive? Because you don't know uh, how many people saw it. And most importantly, you, didn't, you did not get to ask the people if they were looking for insurance. So you need to have a number on the top, and that's the numerator to say these are the people that I actually talk to about my insurance services. And on the bottom, you need a number that represents the total number of people who took a look at your insurance brokerage. So that's why it's highly productive. And um, the third reason why prospecting is so valuable, you get to control your business. If you are a small business owner out there, how many of you can say that you can control your business? Let's say, for instance, you need to make you know, $20,000 per month. Well, if you can't control the number of people that you prospect, nor can you control the number of people that you talk to about moving to the next phase, which is the appointment phase. How can you control the possibility of making $20,000, $30,000 per month? Let's say your average ticket price for your product or service is $2,500. Okay, at $20,000 per month, you need to close eight people per month. If you need to close eight people per month, that means maybe you need to prospect 40 to close eight. So having control of your business is critical. So what does it take? I mean, so the psychological part about prospecting, because again, the mechanical part is, is simple. I mean, it's very simple. We have a module in the 321 BizDev sales system that talks about the mechanical part. That training lasts about 90 minutes. I can tell you mechanically what you need to do to prospect. And if you had to study that and, and, and master that, you probably can do it in about a day or so. You can, you can master the mechanical part of prospecting. But see, the mechanical part is not going to get you to the top. It's the, it's the thing that's going on between your ears. That is a challenge. So I want to give people some components of what it takes to at least get the mental uh, courage to prospect. The first one, and I think I'll give you three of them because the last one is like a great one, but I can't just give it out to the public. you got to be a client for the fourth one. 
But the three that I can give you is you have to believe in your product, good, or service. You may say, well, Rick, that's a simple one. You, you would be – let me tell you, you would be surprised if I told you the number of people who do not believe in their product, good, or service. Now, that, that doesn't mean that they're not licensed to sell that product, good, or service. What I mean, they don't really believe in it. Okay, You have to believe in your product, good, or service in order to begin the prospecting component or the prospecting action. The next one is that you must or know that your product or service has unquestionable value. I mean, so that means that when you talk to someone about your product, good, or service, you must have in your mind that yes, my product or service has unquestionable value. And surprisingly, the person, the person who makes that, that determination, you might think it's yourself, but it's that person that you're talking to. It's that consumer that you're talking to. It's that other business owner who makes that determination. But you have to believe it in your mind that your product or service has unquestionable value. So I'm speaking right now at a very high level. I need to break this down, and I do in our sales system training. And the third component I can tell you about, you must feel in your heart that your product, good, or service will put your potential client, if they be, when they become a client, that your product, good, or service will put your, your newest client in a better position than they were in before they met you. Okay, so that's other. That's another mental component of prospecting. Why would you? Let me put it this way: You would not feel like prospecting if you knew your product or service was not going to change people's lives. Okay, so if you're a plastic surgeon and you're doing a tummy tuck, you must know and feel. That this is going to put that person who came in with a tummy tuck, a tummy issue, you must feel that your tummy tuck procedure is going to put this person in a better position. And how can you do the three things I just talked about? Number one, uh, have belief in your product, good or service. Number two, you know, be confident with conviction. Know that your product good or service has unquestionable value. And the third item that I mentioned that your product, good or service is going to put your uh, potential new client in a better position than they were in before met you, before they decided to purchase your product, good or service. So that's why I'm saying there's a mental component. In fact, the mental component is probably 80% of what prospecting is all about. The mental component gives you the courage, the desire, and motivation to go out and prospect. Because otherwise, you won't do it. If you don't feel good about those three things I just talked about, belief in your product, good, or service, that your product, good, or service has unquestionable value, and that your product, good, or service is going to put someone in a better position, you're not going to do it. But you believe you know, when you when you get that when that person decides to uh, become a client, 
you know what to do. You know what to do, but here's the deal. In Los Angeles County, there are 20,000 attorneys. Uh, for plastic surgeons, there's probably a good 30 to 40 in most major cities. For insurance brokers, there's, there's probably, just in, in California, there's probably 100,000. For real estate agents in California, there are 220,000 realtors in California. And here in California, I, I believe the number is like 20,000 to 30,000 homes sell every month. So that means a good you know, 200,000, and if you go lower a little, maybe 180 to 200,000 agents per month do not sell a property. So to close out this episode, what we do have a uh, podcast interview program for business owners, from restaurant owners to, to hairstylists to white-collar professionals to medical groups, you know, people that have medical practices and home builders. We have a 25-minute podcast interview that will allow you to talk about your business. We compete with radio stations that charge multiple thousands of dollars for 30-second clips. So we will give you 25 minutes to talk about your business. And we will help you say the right things so that you can encourage and motivate people to uh, call your company. And we also have some additional steps involved in that. So I want to thank people for, for listening to the Caller Prep Board radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Make it a great day.